Wasp, a short story by Arabella Arnott. He's been in the car for hours now. Feels like hours, days, forever. Hours he could have spent differently. Hours he'll never get back. That's what grown-ups said. There's three hours of my life I'll never get back. They said that, didn't they? His dad did. The iPad was flat, and even if it wasn't, he couldn't use it. Not in the car. He knew that. He'd barf. Americans said that. His mum said, queasy. Are you feeling queasy, Tom? Queasy. Even the sound made him feel sick. Queasy, uneasy. He was good at rhyming. His sister sat slumped in her car seat. Her head was off. Not off, but off to one side. Lolling. Nodded off. She'd nodded off, and now her head hung heavy at a funny angle. He wanted to straighten her up. He reached over and tried to lift up her face, but his arm was too short, and the seatbelt made everything awkward. His sister makes a noise. An angry, whiny, growly, sleepy noise. A get-off-me noise. Get off her, Tom! His mum. Then quietly, for fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. He doesn't know what this is. For fuck's sake. She says it a lot. Not loudly, though. Never loudly. Jules looks at her children in the rearview mirror. Tom with the window down a bit to stop the sick. Maisie sleeping. Her cheeks overly red. Her fat fists curled slightly. Such a good girl. So easy compared to Tom. But he was like his dad, wasn't he? Restless, twitchy, over-analyzing everything, every little thing, always asking why. And anyway, she didn't always know why, why she did this, why she did that. Who did? I need a wee. Tom. Of course. Of course he did. For fuck's sake. Can you hold on? Just till Nana's. It's not much further. He didn't need a wee. Not really. He just wanted a break. From the car. A walk around or something. A leg stretch, his dad would have said. We'll stop at Birch and have a leg stretch. His dad wasn't there, though. Which was strange. He hadn't known his mum could drive a car. Dad had said she wasn't allowed. He'd done a funny laugh and said she couldn't be trusted. He'd said, you can't be trusted, can you, to mum. But she hadn't laughed or said anything. And his dad had rolled his eyes at Tom, and Tom knew that was a secret sign just for the two of them. He'd asked Mum why. Why isn't Dad coming? Because he's not, she'd said. Because he's not. Tom knew that wasn't a real reason. He wasn't allowed to use reasons like that. Why haven't you eaten your dinner, Tom? Because I haven't. Why is your face dirty, Tom? Because it is. You weren't allowed to say that. You had to have an explanation to explain it. But Mum didn't. Dad wasn't coming because he wasn't. And that was an end to it. How much further? For fuck's sake, Tom, we're nearly there. Just hold on, you're fucking five now, not a baby. She said it loudly. Not shouting, but loudly. She shouldn't have sworn at him. He was only a baby. Five was still a baby. Her baby. Her boy. She can feel his shock. Knows his eyes. His big blue eyes will be wide with surprise, filling with tears. 
She checks the mirror, sees his face, the betrayal. I'm sorry, darling. Mummy's sorry. Mummy's just tired, that's all. Tired out. Grumpy. She wants to hold him. She wants to pick him up and hold him so, so close, breathe him in. The way he holds her, his little arms around her neck, his legs around her waist, he's swallowing the hurt, being brave. It is unbearable. We'll have a leg stretch. We'll stop and have a leg stretch, okay? At the services, Jules drags Maisie from her car seat. Fucking car seats. Why does everything have to be such a struggle? But Tom does his himself. Little man. She takes his hand in hers. He does a skip walk to keep up with her. Maisie's head is a comforting, warm, dead weight on her shoulder. She'll get them something to eat. She'll get a coffee. It'll be okay. Please let it be okay now. They sit on the fixed red chairs. She turns her phone on. It buzzes like an angry wasp caught in an upturned pint glass. He'd done that last summer. Trapped a wasp. Watched it march around the brim, throw itself against the glass over and over, looking for an escape. She'd wanted to let it out, but he wouldn't let her. He put the end of his cigarette in with it and made her watch as it twisted and writhed. 42 unread messages. 43. 44. She turns it off quickly. She uses her sleeve to wipe the ketchup off Maisie's face. Tom is still wary of her, even after his happy meal. Dad says we're not allowed this, he'd said. Dad says, Dad says. Just this once, she'd said. I won't tell if you don't. She tries to do the conspiratorial smile that he does, that he's perfected, the gentle, relentless undermining. Tom isn't fooled, but the chance of the fabled chicken nuggets might not come around again, so he eats them quietly, using a knife and fork. Not fingers, not for boys like him, big boys. He's had a slap for that before. It was for his own good. Dad said that. He said it to Mum. He said it a lot. He has to learn. He said that too. Tom was good at learning. He could read all his letters now and keep the colours in the lines and not press too hard on the felt-tip pens. He had learned to be oh so quiet when he was hiding or listening out, waiting for the door to slam so he could go and give his mum her special hugs to stop the crying. He was the best at that. She said that. It made him a bit sad, and he did feel queasy then. Queasy, uneasy. But not like barfing. Not like long, long car journeys. Jules gets them back into the car, gives Maisie her sippy cup, and kisses her head. Tom gets in all by himself. They'd be there in no time. No time at all. He'd know where they'd gone. Of course he would. He'd turn up. He'd try to charm her mother. It had worked before. He was a very charming man. All smiles and reason. It made her look neurotic next to him. 
high-pitched, hysterical, unhinged, like the door he'd kicked off to get at her that time. Maybe she was neurotic. Everything felt muddled in her head now, tipped out and muddled up. Lego. She focuses on the road, the sound of the tyres on tarmac, the other cars, vans, lorries, all with somewhere to go, somewhere to be. Maisie wants the music on. She says, songs, songs, songs. If you're happy and you know it. Both children clap their hands. Maisie indiscriminately. Tom trying to stick to the instructions. The beat. Jules doesn't clap. She holds the wheel tightly. Her knuckles whiten slightly as she grips. Maisie giggles. Tom is pulling faces, blowing raspberries to make her. Jules winds down the window, wide enough to take her breath a moment. The noise of the motorway roars in, the sound of escape, of freedom, of the glass lifting, of the wings beating, of not looking back, not this time, not this time. Tom's hair blows up away from his face. Maisie claps her hands and Jules will be happy. One day, she will. Wasp was written and performed by Arabella Arnott. Edited by Matt Jamie. You can subscribe to our podcast, Playstream, wherever you get your podcasts, or you can have a listen on our website, coracleproductions.com.